Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L2 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Gertelli, and with me, as always, on this regular episode of the L2 Sports Podcast, Luca Moya. How you doing, buddy? How's your week been uh, so far? Regular episode. I like that. No special at the end of this title. We, I feel like we've been doing a special every single week. We should probably rename this podcast the special L2 sports pod because it's just like no we just crank out special after special after special sometimes we need to we need to take it easy not like sports has like its main like the last couple weeks in sports have been huge NHL all-star game NBA all-star game Super Bowl so of course the boys are going to crank out specials for you Mm -hmm. but uh it would be just a regular week for sure we have to do a service. It, you know? We have yeah, to do exactly. them a service and crank out a special. But this is just a regular week in sports. We're going to go over a couple things here. So it's just going to be a regular episode of the L2 Sports Podcast, everybody. That's um, great. Before we get in, we got NBA All-Star Game to, to, to cover. Big trade for the Toronto Maple Leafs that, of course, I would love to talk about. And uh, and we're finish off the show with maybe some trades we might see. And we'll tee up a special episode. Like <laughs> it doesn't last long. It doesn't it last does long. It does not last we have long. The no. the trade the trade uh, deadline special coming at you next week. So let's start it off with our Super Bowl foods draft results. And I put it out on our account. Here we go. <laughs> I put it out on the L two Sports podcast. I put it out on my own personal account, and Luca did the same. I won on my account. Okay. But I want to say that I think it was fair because a lot of my buddies, my people I call friends and brothers voted against me. That's it. And I was I was shocked. I was like, "Wow. I thought we were close friends and now I have to rethink a couple of my friendships after that draft." I was checking in on yours as well. I'm pretty sure you won your results it's the home field advantage that's what it, it is. is it's the home account advantage yeah, the home exactly. account advantage so again i think we may have to chalk up this one to a did, draw did we do it on the main one did the we main did it one on the main any... one that's Let's a tough I one i feel like here. i feel like obviously our personal accounts will get more than the main one but i mean for all your friends and family listening they clearly know like they're not going to show favoritism when I was clearly the better drafter mm-hmm. in that in that draft. So like, you can't be upset at that. I've had I had people Facetime me. I had people call me. People came over to my house to have discussions on this. Oh yeah. And Luca, you took the win on the main account there. So there you I, go. you know what, I will give you the W in this Thank you. Super Thank Bowl you. Thank you. draft. I have to admit, I thought drafting high with wings and nachos was going to take my team to a Stanley Cup or Super Bowl or NBA championship or L2 Sports Draft Championship. I really thought that was going to mm-hmm. do it, but you had the depth with fries and candy coming in. Lucas, you can't go in there with, you know, two aces. I went in there with, you know, an ace, one and a half aces. My ball pen was strong, my closer was strong. Yep. And Listen, whatever people want to tell you, there's so many gym junkies now that are aged. Everybody loves the candy and the chips. Let's be real here. And nope. I think that's what won it over over the Caesar salad because you, you put people in a room, they go, you want the salad or you want the jube jubes? And they're picking the jube jubes nine times out of ten. So you're right, Luca. Like, are you a jube jubes kind of guy? 
Uh, I'm more What's of a gummy bears guy than the jujubes. I, I agree. I'm a gummy I bears feel like or the gummy worms. Taste a little, you. taste a little funny. Yeah, I don't like the jujubes. I'm both. It, if you got gummy bears, gummy worms, no, no problem there. I'll, I'll do dummy like, both of them. Do you like the sour ones, or is it yep. has to be regular? No. Nope. Put them out there. I'll eat them. Yeah, I'm. I'm a big like. Uh, I feel like an underrated one that not a lot of people talk about. Those lifesaver ones. Oh yeah, those like the rings. Oh, because they they those have like true flavor. Yeah, exactly. Like when they, when they're in your mouth, so so much sugar. You gotta love that. Great, great win, Lucas. So you're two and one in these. Drafts. I have bounced back since the atrocious start, <laughs> and guess what? It's in my cupboard now. I told you, I think I did. I have cinnamon toast crunch in the cupboard. So here we go. A lifestyle it's change. It's it a is lifestyle a complete change. lifestyle change now. Um. Those things, I, I, you know what? I actually used to have them a lot, but you know, I, I kind of, you know, moved away from it a little bit, and that costed me, unfortunately, in that mm-hmm. draft. So, do we have another draft coming up? Uh, on not this in this episode, but of course, okay. it's a special episode, like we said with oh, the trade deadline course. special. So we have to we'll have throw that. it in in the special episode. Okay. We'll we'll have another draft for you guys coming up. Uh, let's quickly go over uh, the NBA all-star game first the skills competition it was really the stole the the show was stolen by mac mcclung with bringing back some integrity to this slam dunk contest with some huge dunks he had damian lillard he takes home the three-point contest the team jazz uh wins the kia skills challenge and uh and yeah and then t i'm pretty sure team Giannis comes home with the win uh in the all-star game luca I personally didn't uh, tune into much of the All-Star NBA All-Star game. I know you were in-depth watching it. So what were your th- initial thoughts on on the whole weekend as a whole? I think this is why the NBA is one of the best leagues in the world when it comes to the season and when it comes to the All-Star break. It, it is the best, in my opinion. Um, I like how they try to change stuff. I, I miss the, the relay like where they would go through, shoot, and the big men would come. And it's usually like big men versus guards, and it's like mm. this whole kind of rivalry that they've had in the past. But I get it. You're in Utah, so you did the Utah da- Jazz versus the rookies versus the Antetokounmpo's, but then Giannis wasn't even there. So it's like you're Isn't watching that like his... the second year they did that against the Antetokounmpo's? Was it? I don't remember last year. I swear year, they did but, it last but, year. Because he wasn't even playing. Drew Holiday was playing with his brothers, and I'm like, this is, this is awful to watch because literally – best player in the world in my opinion isn't even mm-hmm. playing and you got his two brothers jacking up threes and they're bricking them and i'm like this is there's not there's not a point to it anymore yeah. right there's not a point to it anymore so that was a little underwhelming but um the thing that i love is you know they get the celebrity game right they get the rising stars uh they do this skills competition and then on top of it you got the actual game yeah. So you got so much stuff going on in, in this break. The game, a lot of people don't like it because it's just it's basically a layup line and it's just like you know for threes. But it's kind of tough to ask these guys to play full on defense and you know go over and 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 under picks and screens and you know, so it's I get it right and and all these players complain about it, but yet they don't change the way they play either. So. You know, it's 50-50. I think the way that they've changed the format over the last couple of years where they have the target score, I mm-hmm. think that's kind of added a little bit more intensity into the game, but the intensity doesn't really start until, like, the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of 
it's bittersweet in a way like that, but I love the skills competition. I think the three-point competition mm-hmm. is so fun to watch, and I like it because the superstars compete in it. Right, you have a Damian Lillard competing, right? You you've had Steph in the past doing it. Buddy Heald, one of the best three-point shooters. Kevin Herter, underrated three-point shooter. Jason Tatum was in this uh contest this year, right? The dunk contest, people want to see the best of the best in the dunk contest, but not dunks are different. Like not everybody, just like LeBron. Everyone's like, well, why doesn't LeBron do that? Well, LeBron's not a finesse dunker. He's just like he's a power dunker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like John Morant, Zion, okay, yeah, like you you would get people excited for that, you know, Levine and Gordon, you know, years ago, but really there's not a lot of dunkers in the NBA that have that kind of style. So I don't mind them kind of picking guys that aren't necessarily big name stars like McClung. Like you said, you know, Trey Murphy's having a good year on the Pelicans, but he's no way means a superstar in this league. So I like it. I don't mind it. I don't need to see the superstars in the dunk contest. I just want to see good dunks. And it's so hard to come up with a dunk because I feel like we've seen everything over the mm-hmm. years. But I think McClung did some things that I'm like, okay, you know what? This kid, white man can jump, man. Yeah. That that he, was that was sick to see that. And he's and he looks like one of us. That's why I loved it. <laughs> he looked like a regular dude off the street <laughs> that plays basketball <laughs> in high school. And he went out there and I was telling my family. And I'll tell my friends, he got the pass, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. on Sunday. You see all those guys at the cameras, all these NBA superstars. He's surrounded by, you know, all those those players. And I'm like, yeah, this guy, this guy's got the pass. He's, I saw he's got I it. saw like a, a a stat where his uh career his career earnings was um a hundred and five thousand. Yeah, I think he made a hundred K for winning the dunk contest. And then he signs with Puma. <laughs> <laughs> Here, if you put on like we saw the past couple of years, the dunk contest just be absolutely brutal, and Bad. guys just like taking three, four attempts and then not even completing that dunk that they were trying to do just yeah. to get a dunk in because you you have so many turns, and we're not going to sit here all night and try to see if you can make this uh this dunk, and for him to pull it off like first tries and do spectacular things until you make a name for yourself in this league. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's going to know, even if he is still a bench guy, the guy who comes on in, in, in garbage time, hey, that guy won the dunk contest and probably we might see him next year to defend his title. And yeah. he's got to come up with, he's got a whole year to to come up with some, some other crazy dunks to, to see. Um, I also was seeing, you said the, why the NBA all-star game is so good. I want to contradict that. 27% decline from 2022 in viewership of the NBA All-Star Game. 4.4.59 million viewers tuned in to watch that. 7.5 million tuned in to watch the Major League Baseball All-Star Game and 6.28 million uh tuned in to watch the Pro Bowl. Of course they don't throw hockey in there. <laughs> it's probably a little <laughs> little lower than that. A couple and, hundred uh, thousand. Yeah, a couple probably. hundred thousand in Saskatchewan we're we're tuning yeah. in for that one. Uh so I like the NBA All-Star game. I think it's probably the Major League Baseball still has the number one with the home run derby. And but it's I feel like it's the weekend though. Like it's the all like for the like you look at the NHL, you're like, okay, the, the skill's okay, the pro mm-hmm. war, right? But it's the NBA All-Star weekend is what people look forward to. So maybe the game's not doing as good, mm-hmm. but I don't know the numbers, but I find it really hard to believe that their skills competition and their celebrity, whatever, but like in totality, everything that they do isn't as good as these other leagues. Yeah. I, 
they do so much thing. Like we, we love the home run derby. We've said it. Yeah. But that's really all you could do in baseball. But it's I just think it's a spectacle because you want to see for like, sure. I love it. You want to see it. these guys hit home runs. Like that's where yeah. people come to watch baseball games. You go to watch like a lot of people say they go to watch a hockey game for the fights. You go to watch a baseball game to those see those people, home runs. those people don't watch hockey. That's why. <laughs> you want to go to watch two guys sit in the box for five minutes? No, Come on. but you want to see two guys, two gladiators absolutely hammer each other. Yeah, but on nowadays. And get out of the penalty box in five minutes and go play the game. There, I, I agree. I love the fighting aspect. Don't think it should be taken out of the game. But, like, these refs got to allow it. Okay, like they're they're coming in too early. Let him go. Yeah, let, let him, him drop. Let, let him let it drop down. Let him get back up. If he's still conscious, let him go at it for a yeah. bit. Yeah, I think the other night there was going to be a goalie fight and they stopped it. Yeah, they. <sighs> Come on, that's a uh, moment in hockey. You know what I mean? Like yes, that's going to be replayed. We'll get to see the goalies come out. I, I think it was John Gibson. It was Gibson was coming... versus uh, one of the the younger goalies on LA here. Let me let me Copley. Let me it was Copley. Him. Okay, there you go. And, and, I, and if you look at, if you listen, uh, or sorry, if you read the comments on one of the posts, they're like, Gibson was about to feed into it for the frustration oh, from yeah, the duck sure. season. He's like, this is my moment. <laughs> let <laughs> let me just, him have it. Let me but go then they stopped the goalie fight. Like, what's the, what's the difference between the players, all, all the players having a line brawl, and the goalies? Like, they're on the ice. They're players. There's six guys on the ice for each team. Let them go. I feel like with the goalie fights, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't, it's probably happened in men's league hockey because men's league hockey is just everybody thinks they still have a shot to go to the show. But hey, hey, whoa, when whoa, I'm, whoa, whoa, buddy. It's true. Come on, let's <laughs> be real. No, I play he, men's league hockey. I play every night like the Toronto Maple Leaf scouts are well, in, sure are in the crowd there at Sports Village. Okay? Sure you do. Yeah. But I'm t- you know what I mean. You have all these guys. They're all heroes, and then they go to work the next day. Let's, let's relax a little bit. Okay. All right, BTL. BTFL. Tommy, it's even worse. <laughs> That's even worse. They think, you know, the CFL players think they could still go to – you're not going to the NFL. Pack it in. Um, the thing is about these fights with the goalie fights, I feel like when there's a big brawl on the ice, the goalies, for some reason, just start beefing for no reason. Like, they're on the complete end mm-hmm. of the ice, but they're just like, let's do this because they know how – you know, like you said, it's such a, a it's a, it's a spectacle. It's, it's a, like, yeah. when do you ever get to see goalie fights? Rarely exactly. once a year, you get to see a goalie fight. Once a year. I don't think I've seen one in like two, three years. And the That's, rest stopped it. They Why stopped it. Stop? Let it, them it, go at, at, at center ice. For everybody Dude, to see the, the fan, like that's like the big fight feel. Everybody stands up in their seats. No one's sitting down during a goalie yeah. fight. Man, it's quick story Anaheim before we move on. LA. I know Anaheim versus LA. That's a rivalry game. I know. Let it go. Let it happen. I just like, like you said, Phoenix Copley. And like, if he's on the other side of the ice, like he's not really like emotionally invested in like the, like the beef that's yeah. going on. Like if somebody slashed Gibson, like he's hot, my hand hurts. Like, why'd you slash me? So their team comes in and then their team's defenders like Phoenix Copley doesn't care. But if he sees Gibson skating down, crossing the blue line, you got to ride for the team. You got to ride. You, you got to ride for the team. Best moment Preseason game. I get random tickets. My mom gets random tickets. We're late for the game because we got these tickets so late. Walk in to a Buffalo Sabres, Toronto Maple Leafs preseason game. Center cut right at center ice behind the benches. Like enough where you could see the whole ice. Get the in the period. These seats are awesome. These seats are awesome. Second period or uh, like into the second period. I think it was Phil Kessel. Lines up beside John Scott. 
no. And that, the chop down the tree moment happens where Phil Kessel chops down John Scott and that whole scrum happens. What do you see? Ryan Miller takes off his mask. Jonathan Bernier takes off his mask. And they go at it at center ice. And it was like just one of the coolest hockey moments. And it's in a, a preseason, preseason game. Oh, in a my preseason goodness. game. You were there for that, eh? I was there for that. In the and you, you could see you on TV probably then. If you look back at it. If yeah, you, if you so look back, low. probably, yeah. Like I was, I knew John Scott was doing something though. Because mm-hmm. he, during, it was a commercial break and he was skating like around his zone. I'm like, mm-hmm. why is John Scott on the ice? Because Phil Kessel was on the ice too. Like he was doing like, in between breaks, I'm like, something's gonna happen. Why would they yeah. put John Scott on versus Phil, the first top line in like the yeah, preseason, like Bozak or whoever it was? And trying Phil. to see what the fourth line can do, eh? <laughs> yeah, no, come exactly. on. <laughs> so yeah, that was a great moment. Well, John fights, made, we rated here. We rated on the All Star game. Card. Oh, we love it. We love it. Yeah, he made the All Star game. All Star game MVP. Okay, are you for the fan vote, or do you think it should be a combination of everything? Okay. I think it's it's hard because I I like the fan vote to be the number one though I'm saying because like, sometimes you get because sometimes you get, you get like, stupid guys. I remember who, like, we Zaza Pachulia was like the fourth, and I don't think the NBA allowed him to go. They're mm-hmm. like he doesn't, but like he played on the Warriors. They were obviously dominating at that time, yeah. and they're like absolutely not. We're not putting Zaza Pachulia in the freaking NBA All Star game. I think but, there has to be some discretion, you know, like. But like in the NBA All Star Game, the same guys go every year. More or less, it's basically yeah. the same game. Yeah. It's Team Giannis versus t- <laughs> Team I LeBron really versus Team Giannis or Team though. or was it good? You watched? I, I it like it. It was you know in front of everybody. It was. Did they move awesome. quick though? Was it quick? It was about twenty five minutes. Oh okay. Twenty twenty five minutes, but the fan vote. Like I get it. You're trying to please the fans and stuff like that, but like. When John Scott got voted, did it like he was on Arizona at the time? No, he was on was Montreal. He's playing in St. John's. They sent him down. In the then AHL. they sent him down like a week before. Yeah, Everybody's like, Montreal sent him no down way. so that they couldn't vote for him. Obviously, the NHL probably had something to do with it. And he went in an NHL All Star jersey. <laughs> he <laughs> that, didn't even represent Montreal. That might be the best moment in that. See, but this is what I'm saying, right? That might be the best moment in NHL history. There, there is one Shem who is probably sitting at home saying, "You know what? Let's just all vote for John Scott." And it picked up. And then it just picked up. And he was a captain. And he won the MVP. He won the MVP. Scored a goal in the game. Played along Patrick Kane, setting him up. He fought Patrick Kane, like whatever. Like, yeah, that's a moment, man. So let's like, create see, some more moments in sports. That. You'll, you'll never, never forget, forget that. that. So Zaza Petrulia should have went to the NBA All Star game. He won MVP. No, I I can't go that far. I didn't. <laughs> no one liked him though. Yeah. Like John Scott was just a meme. And yeah. Like okay, let him be the captain of the team. Like, do you think that, that like Zaza? degrades? You think that degrades that because it was a meme? That that's that's the whole thing. It's like he's not going I, because he's a like okay, an all star. He he's that. going because it's like John Scott's the meme for for like the NHL and all he his fights that. and stuff. Come on, you, you really think John Scott's like, oh, I deserve to no, be in but this he's game? the if like he's probably the type of guy who like just takes it as a joke. It's like, yeah, I get to go to the all star game, wins the MVP, gets a free truck, exactly, <laughs> gets the million dollars or whatever, whatever the prize was. Highlight of his career, played in the NHL. What would people know him for? That NHL all star game, exactly. There you go. So we go from basketball to all star games to goalie fights. So let's stick with the hockey here, Ryan O'Reilly, Luca. 
is a Toronto Maple Leaf. Crazy. Sitting on my bed Friday night, tired, long week, going to go to bed. Get a lonely text message into our group chat. O'Reilly to the Leafs. Like, no way. No way. I open Twitter. The first thing I see, Elliot Friedman. Blue check mark. O'Reilly to the Leafs. Pending results or pending more information. Luca? I think so. I was planning maybe the parade comes around around oh, my street here. Oh my goodness. Here <laughs> we go. Kyle Dubas does not care. He is fighting for his life right now. This is the trade that will either get him a contract extension at the end of this season, or this is the trade where he gets fired. He doesn't care about the future. He doesn't care about the... Uh, he didn't want to give up the first-round pick. He said that, but additionally, if you're going to get Nola Chari and Ryan O'Reilly, you're going to have on your team right now, and Riley's, O'Reilly's 32 years old. He's a Conn Smythe winner, Selkie winner, captain of a, the St. Louis Blues, won a Stanley Cup. You give up the first-round pick. You give up Ottawa's third-round pick in 2023, as well as you give... Uh, min- as well as a second round pick and Minnesota receives our fourth for taking some of the cap. Uh, I think it's 25% of the cap to Minnesota and 50 retain uh, with, with St. Louis as a non Leafs fan, non bias. What does this mean for the top three in that Atlantic division? Because I think it was, how is Tampa and Toronto going to combat each other at this trade deadline? Who's going to like make the move to, because that's the first round matchup. We all know Boston won. They're getting the, the second wildcard team. It's coming down to Toronto and Tampa in that first round. And which team was going to make the move first to raise up their lineup to fight the other. And Toronto made the first move. And I think it's a huge splash adding depth at center and a quality player like Ryan O'Reilly, as well as the size grit that every Toronto fan has ever talked about in Nolachari. What and you've seen Nolachari play play as well on Boston. He played in Florida. So I'll give you the floor. I'm enough said. I'm ecstatic. Ryan O'Reilly is a Toronto Maple Leaf baby. Let's go. Nolachari is not a throw-in. Let me just put that out there. He's a good player. Like when I looked at the deal firsthand, I'm like, okay. Nola Chari. I was like, Nola Chari, we got him. Didn't he had like Chari's 20 goals in Florida that one year? Yeah. Like, there, was a, there was a span, I'm pretty sure, where he had like two hat tricks in a week or, or something. He, he had like some crazy thing this one week. And listen, he's going to be a very good player for the Leafs. Very, that, the I'm going to get to O'Reilly. And O'Reilly was obviously the main, the main piece. But Achari, getting him in there, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I, I thought that was a steal. I, I'm like, you know what? Here we go. Okay. That's a very good. good. Now it gives God. Now this, this trade makes guys expendable. That's what I got from this deal. Because when I was looking at it and I, and when, you know where I found out? I was in all stars with my buddies. We're about to go to the golf sim and I look up on the monitor and I see O'Reilly to the Leafs. I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, they're in the market for 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 Timo. I'm like, why would they go for O'Reilly, right? And then I look at what they gave up. First glance, I'm like, love it. 
Love it. Now, you're going to have the Leaf fans who hate it. Oh, why'd they give away the picks? Why... Buddy, screw the picks. The future's now. The future is now. There's no... Th- those first-round picks, unless it's a, the next big... You're not getting Bedard. But unless you know that at 25 or whatever the Leafs are going to pick in the 20s, that player instantly next year is going to come into the lineup and do something for this team, who cares about that pick? It's not going to happen because the future is now. That player is probably not going to help you. Odd say, probably not going to help you for at least three years, two to three years. So the first, whatever. The third wasn't even yours. So you still have your third. I don't know if they, but that third round pick that they get wasn't. And then they give away a second next year. They still have their first and a fourth to Minnesota for cap. People think, oh, you just gave away a fourth. Giving away a pick for a cap, I'm all for it. Like, why not? The salary cap in the NHL is bogus. We've said it before. The way there's a hard cap and it's so low. And obviously that goes because of the revenue and all that. But I am for giving away a pick for the cap. It was a fourth round pick. Who cares? Dish it away. You cannot get mad at Dubis for going all in in the final year of his contract. How can you be upset at a guy who wants to make a deal for a team that currently sits in the top three in their division? I don't understand. I don't understand how you could be upset. And typically, when you look at deals, the team that gets the best player wins. And as of right now, the Leafs got the best player, probably the two best players in that deal. So unless that first-round pick turns into something crazy, which, again, it's not going to be Dubas's fault because you don't know who that player is going to be, different situations, whatever. I love the deal. I think it was an unbelievable – I think it was a home run. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I think it was sensational. Now, I know they had a great night last night, I'm, and I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to put it back to you. I want to see him on the third line. I like – Listen, I, I'm all, I, I, I get what they're trying to do, and they had a great night yesterday. I want to see him on the third line. I want to see JT, O'Reilly, Matthews, one, two, three, and then you just have David Camp coming up on the fourth line, and he's a very good player in his own right. So I'm all for it for the all three. I don't mind them trying this for now. I will say, though, I don't think they're done. I think they're going to go for something else. You got to be excited. You got to be excited. Oh, I'm I not going to plan the parade. No, but, I. That's just a joke. I just want to no. <laughs> knock on wood. That's just a joke. Wait, now here, he's everybody. gonna retract. He's gonna I retract it. my statement. One, I do agree with you for the third line. I think right now in the season, get him comfortable with the guys. You put him with your best player yeah. this yep. season. Your, I guess, top two best player with Mitch Marner, John Tavares. I think he, Mitch Marner, was even a centerman last night, playing the center position. You Everywhere. have them on the wing, but I think either Tavares or O'Reilly was taking the draws, obviously. I think when it comes down to playoffs and you need to shut down Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, um, Braden Point, these types of players, that Ryan O'Reilly line is going to get that matchup. Yep. And I think it, it's just he's played three games. So putting him with the in the in the top six, all for it. Do you put Nolachari up with him? Have some team chemistry there. I'm just seeing who's he going to play with on that third line. Engvall, Kerfoot. That's the thing too. Because so it's either they go yeah. out and go get more depth. Do you throw Nolachari because he's a centerman as well? You throw Nolachari up on on the wing there with O'Reilly and somebody Engvall. Engvall, I I I can as much as I do not like him, 
he can still play that third line shutdown role. He's long, he's fast. Sheldon Keefe obviously trusts him if he's been in the lineup for this long con- on continuous nights. I think they're going to get a D-man, depth defenseman. I've heard Luke Shen uh, around there. He's been on like the trade bait for pretty much every team. Uh, there's Gagrikov on um, Gavrikov. Columbus. Gavrikov, pardon me. I heard he's close to Boston. Close to Boston is Chicker and I've heard is close to Boston, but I, well, I don't think everybody's have close to Boston apparently. Yeah. Every day, Carlson, we're I'm pretty sure is close to to Edmonton, so I think it's just going to be one of those Shane Gossis bear as well as is up 16 on the TSN trade bait list. Luke Shen, John Klimberg, he's on a one year deal in Anaheim. A team can add him. Joel Edmondson in Montreal. So my like, thing was this, right? When I first and we'll we'll never know. Maybe it'll come out later. Were, was Pareko in the talks here? Because that would have been something. Now, obviously, that would have been okay. a block, the biggest trade in that Leafs history. would have been. And and you know what? I was thinking to myself, the cap is the cap. Okay, Muzzin, we knew he wasn't going to return. Mm-hmm. Came out today, he's done for the year. Murray probably going to be on LTIR the rest of the year. That's probably what where I'm leaving if they don't do anything at the deadline. Yeah. Um. If Pareko was involved, which <laughs> if I saw Colton Pareko underneath Toronto receives, I, I think I, I think I'd be there with you on the bus. I think it's you know <laughs> you would switch out the Boston Leafs <laughs> jersey. I you and... know me. I've been a huge Pareko fan for a long time. Uh, I don't know. Again, you needed cap situation, but the, when I saw Minnesota in that deal, I said that would have been the opportunity to put Justin Hall the other way because he's from Minnesota. You could have waived the no-trade clause, and then Pareko could have came in. Now, of course, we're Or talking, Dumba from Minnesota. Yeah, we're talking crazy. Hypotheticals, yeah. But I really do wonder if Pareko came up and talks because that would have been something. They could have gone all three of what they needed in one deal. They could have sat behind and watched everybody in the league mm-hmm. try to catch up while they're sitting there pretty good in the chemistry going for an extended period of time. Do I think they need a winger? I still think they need another winger because, like you said, I love Jan Croak. I think he's a third-line player. Mm-hmm. Envol, don't like him. I'd put him on the fourth if I could, but third-line, fine. I still think you need that winger because I don't trust Kerfoot up there. The top five, Bunting, I think, has solidified himself as that guy. A lot of people don't like Bunting in the top six, but I'm like, why? If you put him anywhere down the lineup, he is irrelevant to He's got to play Leafs. with those guys. That's he has thing. to play with the top guys yeah. because he's getting the residual goals. He does the dirty work. He's a little bit of an agitator. Yes, he has a temper. Yes, the refs aren't aren't going to give him the calls they were uh, for the past couple seasons because of his antics and him yelling and him giving them crap. But yeah. him playing with Matthews and, and Nylander, that has to be a thing. Or Matthews and Marner. He has to be on that line because he, if he's playing with Engvall and Kerfoot or Camp and Kerfoot, it's not going to work. He's no, not going to impact the game. Because let me tell two things. One, Matthews, Nylander, I think has to stay. JT and Marner has to stay. Yeah. Personally, I think that should be the two combos going forward. Totally. Number two, one thing's not a top six talent. He's not. So that's why he won't work down there. But he works better than everybody else that you've tried on this roster. So you keep him. We saw Yarncrook on the second line. Yeah, okay. He was oh, he, he, he was fine. Kerfoot, non-existent this year. 
non-existent. Maybe last year, okay. This year hasn't been that type of guy. They, now they're trying O'Reilly out. Okay, can't. He's a center. Can't move him from there. You're not going to put Aston Reese up there. Achari, he, you want him for those third and fourth line. I think you. Guys. it's got to so be like, Achari, Riley, Yarn Croak. Then you rotate Ashton Reese. And you know McMahon, what? Because people forget. What if Nye is that guy? Like, what if he comes in and just scores that big goal in the playoffs? Bring playoff up Nye's for a playoff run? He's played it. He doesn't even play in the A, man. He plays still in college. You never know. I think he's still what one or two years away. Maybe might be moved at the deadline. If he gets moved at the deadline, he gets moved at the deadline. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. But they I still think am I like as a Leaf fan, as we gotta wrap up here. As a Leaf fan, am I oh my gosh, Matthew Nyes? Oh my gosh, Matthew Nyes? Not really. Because you still have Matthews, Marner, Nylander. That's your future. That's what you have to look forward to. And I want to relate it to your Boston Bruins. What have your Boston Bruins done for the past 10 years? Yeah. They had their core and they plugged guys in as they fit. And what did they do? They won a Stanley Cup and they went to two other ones. And we're probably have been the probably the most consistent team throughout the 2010s uh, to 2019. Because they had that group and they would Yes, they don't have a farm system now, and this is kind of their last ride. But it doesn't. They don't care though. But they don't care because that's because of that ten-year stretch. Now it's turning into the Leafs' turn or into Tampa's turn to use their picks that they've had and have developed: Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, Sergachev, Vasilevsky, Austin Matthews, Nylander, Marner, these types of players, Morgan Riley, to now build for this future and to win a Stanley Cup within the next four or five years. Lucas, I think before we wrap up, they have to they have to win two rounds this year. I yep. don't even think one's enough. I don't think what's one's the enough goal either. here? One round is the goal. You gotta get to the conference final. You gotta get to the conference final. I think personally you should get to the final. But if you, you gotta get to at least minimum. The thing the conference is, Luca, final. the thing is, is that I don't think it's gonna it's so different for Colorado or Edmonton to get to the conference final. In this East, it's a war. It is a war. It's a war. But you got to beat the best teams to do it. it, it Tampa's done it. Why Boston has ran through it, you know, a couple of years ago. Okay, Tampa got eliminated, but they still did it. The Leafs have had chances to do it in the bubble year. They had chances to do it, you know, that one year that uh Tampa got knocked out and Boston went to the final. They could have done it that year. They didn't do it. Mm-hmm. This is the time to do it. Last year, they beat Tampa. They're beating Florida. So yeah. This is the time. I I don't know. Everybody's the, like, oh, they gotta win a round. No, no, no. Th- th- that's gone. It's two rounds. It's now. Two, they're going. They you have to go to the conference two, final. You gotta go for to the conference final here. You have at to. least this to be worth it. <laughs> because what's the that, goal, Lucas? To win a round? Yeah, that's the that, expectation. Trading for Ryan O'Reilly is not. We need to win a round. Yeah, you're doing all this to win a round, really? No. Okay, now we got to wait another 20 years to win two rounds, and then 20 years to win three. Like, come on. No, you're right. It's got to be two. This rounds. has got to be conference final, Stanley Cup final. That's yeah. as soon as Kyle Kyle Dubas could have done the Nick Foligno kind of deal or the or the Thomas Polkanets type of deal, and that would have been more of we need to win a round. This yes. is depth. This is what we need. His no, last year, you traded for Ro- Ryan O'Reilly. 
Consmite Trophy winner, the guy four years ago, Brendan Shanahan, said that we need this type of player on our team or our players to be more like a Ryan O'Reilly type of player. And you just went out and got him. He yep. just scored a hat-trick in, the, in his last game. He loves being here. He's a Toronto Maple Leaf, ladies and gentlemen. And that was the regular episode of the L2 Sports Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Or pardon me, Instagram at the L2 Sports Podcast. Next week, we will have the trade deadline special. We'll a try special, and get some guests. Guests for that. We'll go through all the trades of, of what happened on that day or maybe on the day. Uh, figuring how our schedules uh, turn out. But yeah, Luca, it's going to be a big week next week, buddy. It's going to be a big week. I don't think the Leafs are done. I don't. I think they'll make another move. Probably not as big as the O'Reilly one. But I think that you'll see them make another move. Yeah. Follow Luca on Instagram. Follow myself on Instagram. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the L2 Sports Podcast. I'm Lucas Patelli for Luca, and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>